Hey folks, Larry from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Have you been trying to figure out what subscription box to sign up for? If you're a movie buff, then I've got what you need, baby. Horror Pack. For just $19.99 each month, you'll get three DVDs and an exclusive. Or you can spend $24.99 and snag three Blu-rays and an exclusive each month. Just go to horrorpack.com and pick your plan. Now, you've been told what to do, so go do it. Horrorpack.com Blah, 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 blah. What is that for? Filler. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. everybody, it's time for another Team Rally the Podcast. Yeah, that's right. You know you love us. You know you want to keep listening. Uh, don't forget to put your headphones in, because after this point, it's all crazy. So, let's see. This week, we talk about the new Pinhead coming out with the uh, Hellraiser reboot thing. And we talk about our trip to the record show over the weekend. So, yeah, that'd be pretty neat. We'll talk about what we find and things like that. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achievement Rally, the podcast. We'll see you at the end. Bye. What the hell, am I not attached to the internet? I don't see any connections. God damn it. Fucking seriously? How are you reading all those news stories? They were already loaded up. I still can't sign on to the Xfinity app. And I, went, I tried to use the ABC app. It says sign in with your provider. You couldn't connect to Xfinity. Really? Yeah. Strange. I'm not having no trouble with the internet itself. But connecting to Xfinity to sign onto the app, it just won't do it. It's just there mix those little three dots. Oh, it's not the internet. It's something else completely. Shutting down. Ooh. Snore. <laughs> hey, Chris. Hey. So, uh, what did we do today? Nothing. What'd you do today? Don't lie. You know what we did today? I'm telling them that. Why not? It's a secret. <laughs> we went to Klaus's place. Ew. It was fun. He showed us stuff. I never want to see it again. I had to gouge out my own eyes. Weirdly enough, they grew back. You sent some friends over. Mr. and Mrs. Cinnabite? <laughs> Cinnabon, something like that? Mr. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Cinnabon? I don't know. I, I didn't They're real goth. They're all black leathers. Strange. One guy had pins all in his face. You saw the new Pinhead, right? Uh, think so. not, the, not the not the one that replaced Doug Bradley. But the one that's replacing the replacement. Of the new oh, series. no, no, I did not. He said she. Oh, then yes, I have seen that. I, I mean, I don't think they had any like makeup tests or anything for these. But... Well, I saw something about. Um... I mean, this you know go on about you know the. Oh my God, Anne Rice died. Oh, Marissa just sent me that text. She's getting you back to the Michael Nesmith. <laughs> Enjoyed her childhood. Well, no more really great um, vampire stories anymore. She hadn't been doing them in a while, has she? How's it going? Mom ate a couple of chicken tenders and a couple of Stussers Rob Wawa berries? I don't know what a Stuss Rawawa berries is. Strawberries? That's not what it said. That's probably what it meant to say. Of course it is. But I'm an asshole. Oh, yeah. 
caregiver is here. She'll be here till nine. And Anne Rice died. Literally, she tells me about what's going on with her mom and then goes, oh, by the way, Anne Rice died. You need to fact check that? I'm getting ready to. Well, you're looking up the female pinhead. Well, no, I, I jumped on that, saw that, and got sidetracked. Well, okay, <laughs> you want to look up Anne Rice, and I'll look up... Uh, uh, look up Anne Rice. I forgot what I'm looking oh, up. She was 80 years old. Story from nine hours ago. Pizza Hut is now doing clothing. Merch? No, like actual clothing. They've got a track suit out and a pair of flip-flops. <laughs> Go together? You can buy them together, yeah. Uh, what the hell am I looking up? You're looking up the new pinhead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've got a... Uh, uh, it's, it's not telling me what happened to her, but I'm assuming she was 80 years old. So, You're assuming she was 80 years old? No, I'm assuming that she was 80 years old. Oh. And, oh, yeah, I mean, they said she was surrounded by her family. She was in the hospital. Apparently, she was lucid up to the end, so. Sensate actress Jamie Clayton will play Pinhead in the upcoming Hellraiser reboot being made by Hulu. Oh, I have Hulu. I'll be able to see that. Oh, she's pretty. Oh, she has the um, she has the lament configuration in front of her, but it's the Rubik's Cube version. Version, yeah. That won't be in the book. Well, no, but that, that's yeah, still... Although, I guess they could. Maybe it's a pretty low-budget version. <laughs> I don't know. Hulu will put some money into something now. Some panic-stricken teenagers that you're trying to yeah. fix the Rubik's Cube before. No, they never get summoned because no one can fucking figure it out. Well, if, I can only get one side! Well, honestly, look, if there was a, a Hellraiser movie series and somebody handed you a Rubik's Cube with that pattern on it, would you even know what you were doing to solve it? I mean, yeah, you know exactly. what it's supposed to look like when it's solved. True. So she was part of Sense8 from the Wachowski sisters. It was a Netflix series. She played Naomi Marks in that. She was also part of the L Word reboot, Generation Q, and in multiple episodes of Season 3, Designated Survivor. Clayton is a 43-year-old trans woman who was born and raised in San Diego, California before initially pursuing makeup and hairstyling in New York City before becoming an actor. I didn't either. I didn't look Jewish or that, really. She's a pretty lady. So, who cares? They do have a, a picture of what she's kind of supposed to look like. Concept art? Yeah. Oh, goodness. I'm thinking they're probably not going to do it that much. Oh, so, may. You never know. It's true. It's very, very true. Depends on how much Clive Barker is involved. That is also very true. But, uh, yeah. That's one, you know, we talk about they're casting the black Superman or they're casting this or that, that, you know, diversifying traditional characters. This is one I don't see a problem with. No, because it's just... I mean, it's like if they come out and announce, oh, it's now Frederica Krueger, you know? Like, get alive. It's Freddy Krueger. Well, that and... That's a, that's a specific character. You're just making well, it a female to, and, to be I mean, difficult. But, and in all reality... Janice Voorhees, you know? <laughs> actually, no, that would actually kind of work. Yeah. I, don't I mean, it wouldn't be Jason, but you could do an entire series of just his mom wiping people out for what I mean, yeah, him. that'd be different. That, that's different. That'd, yeah. that'd be Mrs. Voorhees. And, yeah. But I'm just saying you could actually make that work. Michelle Myers, you know. Michelle. Which actually, I would I would go with... Actually, I, I would go I, with, I kind of watch that. I would go with Michelle Myers before Janice Voorhees. Yeah, well, for that well, reason. J- Jason's big deal is that he's huge. Yeah. Huge, massive... Well, you could do uh, What's-Her-Name that was in... Um, Deadpool and was also in The Mandalorian. Oh, Gina, what's her name? Yeah, Gina Cara, Cario, Cargio, or something like that. Oh. She's not a small person. No, but she 
is to get herself in trouble. Well, they're putting her then, in another series, and but, they're basing it all practically around her character. So it was because they wouldn't let her come back to the Mandalorian. She made some posts that were questionable. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know why. We talked about it. I don't guess that would be a big deal if she's doing a horror series anyway. You know, exactly. Who fuck cares? She's behind a mask. Yeah, it's a bit of a waste. But putting her behind a mask or having the horror series? No, no. I mean, you use this put a stuntman back there because all the all the character development it really requires is um, intimidation and confusion. Yeah. Most stuntmen could pull that off. Yeah. Most stunt women could pull that off. It'd be the same thing. You just have to find a big stunt woman. If you're going to go with the female thing, I'm just saying that's what you're going to have to, you would have to do. I'm just saying. I'd go with Michelle Myers and Janice Voorhees. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're on oh, Evil Dead, it's just Ashley. It's just Ash. Regardless. It doesn't even have to be Ashley, just Ash. Well, it's Ashley in the movie. It, it, well, yeah, I'm saying it's Ashley. But you just call her Ash. This is Ashley. Yeah. It wouldn't really matter. No, they only call her Charlie. Charlie? Yeah. You never had to give her a guy's name. Yeah. So makes sense that you give her... Sam. A... Keep it short. Then it could go either way that but way, there too. But there are women named Charlie. So there's women named Sam. So, so that's Samantha. So Sam. You're calling him Sam. There's men called Samuel that you call Sam. There's women named Samantha. So it's Sam. Mm-hmm. If he's really Ashley, you know. But she'd really be Charlie. Then why you shorten it to Chuck? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't that doesn't work quite as well. So we went to I don't know where we went. That was a, that was a weird conversation. I don't remember what it was called, but we went to a Atlanta record show. Oh, so it was records record and CD showcase now. Yeah, so we went to the record and CD showcase over in the Marietta today. Atlanta. Yeah, it's technically in Marietta. Well, no, it's called the Atlanta Records. Yeah. They don't hold it in the same place every time. Right. But, uh, so we did that today. March is going to be in Savannah. No, they don't even know where it's going to be in March. Like I said, March is going to be in Savannah. Well, then I'm not going because I'm going to drive five hours one way to maybe pick up four albums. But uh, I grabbed some stuff. Um, I'm happy with it. I got a Curtis Mayfield Superfly. Because <laughs> I was looking for it. It's a reissue, but I don't care. It's not like a it's not like a modern reissue. No, right? no, it's, it's an old. It's like an '80s reissue. Yeah, it's an older reissue. Well, it's vintage. It's just not as vintage as the original other versions of the album. Yeah, it probably sounds just the same as the other ones. More than likely. And I got um, Judas Priest. Oh, me too. Rockarola. It's a picture disc. And then I got uh, Jay Giles Band Freeze Frame. Uh, oh yeah, it's funny. So I'm standing at this guy's booth, and he's like. Everybody who walks by picks up this specific album, which is Ultravox Ha Ha Ha. It's a punk album from 1977. And uh, I know who the Ultravox is. I've heard them before. But he's like, everybody picks it up and just looks at it and puts it back down. I went, okay. And I went and picked it up and bought it. I go, there. Now no one will pick it up, look at it, and put it back down. It's funny, though. He got it secondhand, too. Got a sticker on it, or had a sticker on it, and he peeled off. Oh, yeah. Of course he did. Jack the Price. Probably. Not by much, though. I mean, it's 15. He might have paid eight. Well, I love this one you got here. It's got, they put two stickers on it. One, yeah. they wrote two LPs on it. And then yeah. the other one, they left blank because it's supposed to be a price sticker. Yeah. The guy forgot to write the price on it. So I got Hot Rocks, The Rolling Stones, 64 to 71. Uh, it's their biggest hits. I got uh, Bootsy. Bootsy Collins uh, album. If you don't know who Bootsy Collins is, he's a phenomenal bassist. It is. It's Bootsy? Yeah, it, it is a question mark. It is a question mark. Wouldn't uh, it be funny if he's not actually on it? 
Oh no, he's right there in the middle. Oh, he's in the picture. But oh yeah. Maybe he didn't play on the album. That's why it's called Bootsy. That's funny. And then of course, like I said, the Superfly. Uh, yeah, if that, if that reissue sticker wasn't on there, you wouldn't be able to. No. Oh, it's got it's got the cut, it's got the but cut. but it's still it's pretty beat up. So. Oh, it plays, it? Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of collectors out there going like, no, oh, no, it matters, it matters. Yeah. Well, no, there are plenty out there who say, no, no, it matters, it matters, it matters. It's like, I'm not that kind of collector, guys. I collect it literally just for me. We actually listen to them. Yeah, I listen to mine. I clean them. I listen to them. You know, I don't just put them on the shelf so someone can come in my room and go, wow, you got a lot of, re- you got, I'm sorry. <clears throat> wow, you got a lot of vinyls. And then get punched in the face. Just said that to piss me off. Well, no, I did it because it annoys the shit out of me, too. It's like no, they're called. You have you have a lot of records, or you have a lot of albums, or you have a lot of vinyl. Vinyl is singular, like saying deer, deers, oxen, boxen, boxen, moosen, meese, meesen, moosen, moosen. Sports ball goal unit. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, I. Uh, that's what we did, and then after that we went to Mojo, where I picked up uh, Stevie Wonder's uh, Songs in the Key of Life. Quite possibly the best album I've ever put out. And it's the whole thing. It has the booklet. It has the single. Two and a half albums. Yep. Yeah, it has the single in it. Single with four which songs is, on it. Which is a little torn. A little clip to hold it in place. It's a little torn. And it's got the double albums in it. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily keep it in there. I just put it in the sleeve. Yeah. That's, um, that's what I do with mine. I yeah, I'm probably oh, just... You might need a new sleeve for that. Why? The record. Oh, shit. I don't have little 45 sleeve. I mean, it looks like the whole sleeve's there. It's just ripped. Mm. Put a little bit of tape on it. Put the other side out. Or I can just... Well, slide. I mean, if it was like a if it was like an album sleeve, you just tape it from the inside. Because you have the extra sleeve. So yeah. scratch up the album. Yeah. That's directly against the final. So, yeah. I got a bunch of really great stuff. And, uh... I'm happy with my uh, find. Still looking for a specific record, but... I was pretty happy with... I didn't find any of the... Well, no, that's not actually true either. But there were several things that I was looking for, specifically that I didn't even see evidence that they'd ever been pressed <laughs> there. But I did find uh, Twisted Sisters, Under the Blade, and Stay Hungry, which I was very happy about. Yeah, yeah. I almost re- didn't. We almost didn't. Almost went. That's true. We were on our way out the door. And if the ATM wasn't out of money, and I, and I would have bought uh, Ozzy Osbourne's uh, Speak of the Devil. We were actually on our way out the door. Uh, just to be a smartass, uh, that last guy we walked past, I hadn't looked at his stuff. I just <laughs> stopped and said, hey, you got any Twisted Sister? He's like, I think I do. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Nobody else here does. <laughs> yeah. And he had, well, the two of them. Mm-hmm. I got uh, Aerosmith's Toys in the Attic. Oh, you did? Which I've been... Wanting a good copy of that for quite a while. Yeah. It's like it was originally bought at Kmart. Oh, funny. For what? Uh, it's like $4.99. Nice. I got a bunch of stuff. I and like. many, many more. Oh, I got Queen Data Races and Night at the Opera. Oh, yeah. And, uh. Brain fart. My mind's just gone completely. That's okay. No, it's not okay. Yes, it is. 7 Eleven. Ooh. Slurpee time. Yay! That's when all the hippies have Slurpees. Time to grab another uh, Slim Jim. Chili Cheese Coney. Let's go. Oh, Judas Priest. Oh, yeah, Defender, yeah. Defenders of the Faith. That's That was a big one. Yeah. I've been looking for that one for quite a while, too. I'm surprised you hadn't found it before. It's like those Ozzy Osbourne albums. 
they were released at the end of the 80s and they just didn't press so many, I guess. It was or out people of, just hanging on to them. Because it was coming out on cassette and CD at the same time. Yeah, fair enough. Well, it's like that one we were talking about, um, Ultimate Sin. Yeah. I've never even seen it at a record store. I think I might have saw it at Mojo's back in their original spot where I when I sold them all the Dave's albums uh, back before the brewery. But um, I haven't seen it since. Then again, I don't really look for it. I haven't seen it there at all. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start looking for it, Mark. That's, I got another place, the place down in uh, Decatur. We need to go check that out. Which one? Oh, the new place? Yeah, the new place. And, um, you know, if we're there, you know, we can stop by Wook Street. That's what I'm saying. If we do it, we might as well just go and hit three or four of them and down mm-hmm. there. Sunburner's not there anymore. The one That was the one across from where Palookaville was? Yeah, it's yeah. not there anymore. Well, I figured it's mine. The apocalypse took out a lot of small businesses. Well, I'm, ass- I'm only assuming that Ella Guru's and Wook Street are still there. I'm assuming Wook Street's still there because it's been there forever. Yeah, and I mean, there's probably enough people who want to buy albums to keep Wall Street moving. Uh, Guru, no, that guy's been, cl- he's closed down before and retired and reopened the shop because he got bored. Mm-hmm. Turned the apocalypse, he might have just said, no, screw this. Yeah. Or he could have sold it to someone. Mm-hmm. Just like, I'll just eBay this. This comes. This comes. That really annoyed me being at the record show is that if you're going to set up a booth at a record show, put your albums in order so that people can go through them. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to go one further. Put them in Alphabetical and fucking genre order. You yeah. don't need to put the order, the genres in order, but it, you you got to have a rock section, a country section, a soundtracks section, because there was two or three guys who were just like I have records, and it's just boxes and boxes and boxes. They're not in alphabetical order in any way, shape, or form, and it's just everything mixed together. I mean, I'm sure that most cases that's laziness. There may be a certain element where they want you just to look through the album so that you'll find stuff you didn't know you wanted. I'm still going to do that if I want to flip through the A's. But the thing is, most of the people there, I'm assuming, are looking for specific things. Exactly. If they can't find it... They move on. If they ask you, do you have it? Oh, no. And you, and yeah, you're either, I don't know, or like, yeah, I saw it in there somewhere. Which well, is where just is basically a way of saying, I don't know. Like, well, where is it? It's somewhere in there. We don't put them in any order. Uh, all right. Well, if you see it, let me know. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go over to that guy over there who has everything in alphabetical and genre order. So if you don't see me again, it's because I found it. But the first guy I stopped at, they had everything in alphabetical order. Yeah. But not divided into genres. So, like, soundtracks, everything was mixed together in alphabetical order, which was weird. Then at least half of what he had in there wasn't priced. Yeah, and it would have a tag on it, but nothing written yeah, on they, the tag. Yeah, they went through the trouble, put a tag on it, but didn't write on the tag what, how much it was. Yeah, because I, I looked at that ACDC for those about to rock, and I was like, wow, I was like, I could really go for this album. Now, granted, I have it on CD, and I have it, you know, on Spotify, and I think it's on my iPod that I don't use, but well, the, unless it's plugged in, it probably packed in a box somewhere. It is, but unless it's plugged in. It doesn't work. So it has to always be plugged into the charger. And, uh, it's still useful. Yeah, it's still useful. Not convenient necessarily, but it's useful. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm missing it if I don't have it, but I'd like to own it. I mean, if, my, if mine never stopped <clears throat> charging, I'd just plug it into the receiver and 
It becomes a component. Yeah, it's basically what it was when I had all the surround sound stuff. It was just hooked to the surround sound setup. It's just plugged into the little recharging port that's on there. I'm feeling lazy. Not so lazy as to not want to get off the couch. Yeah. Over there and started out playing that way. Oh no. You can hit the button, play, pause, repeat. Yeah, it, it worked with the surround system. Oh. Anything like that. Yeah, it just worked with part of but, the system. So I could sit there, turn it, let it charge up, turn it on, and then just. Now, granted, I couldn't pick song or. It started at the beginning and oh, I had to go through not, it. That's not very useful. But, you know, it's still, if I just was like, okay, I just want to hit, and you just hit play and it'll start and it just, you know, it, it does the shuffle and just goes Look, through I'm feeling, everything. I'm feeling exceedingly lazy. I can just turn the Bluetooth on my phone on. Yeah. And place directly through, through my stereo with my phone. And, yeah. I'm not getting up. I would say I can do that, but um, my system is still not complete. I mean, the system that Dave's building for me. Oh, that that's not. Yeah. I thought you talked that one over there. I'm like, well, you had to get a Bluetooth receiver and plug it into the auxiliary. Yeah. Actually, mine's plugged into the mini disc jack. I don't have a mini disc player, so I was like, congratulations, Bluetooth. You've been given a lateral promotion to mini disc player. Sorry, Dave. This weekend, Dave, he sent me a whole mess of texts that I wasn't able to get, and then they just popped up. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Can you look for something for me? I'm... No, it was literally just within the last half hour. That'd be just about right. It'd be something that yeah. he's desperately looking for something that we saw like seven copies of yeah, for yeah. a ridiculously low price. And he didn't even know we were going. And now he, now we find out. It's like, uh, oops. Yeah. No. I think I didn't see any while I was there. Uh, did you see any? No, I didn't see any. He, he doesn't. All I, all I found was that Zeitgeist album. <laughs> he doesn't really care. I mean, I could get him some really good jazz and he'd be fine with it. I could get him some, you know, Scorpions and he'd be great with it. Well, he used to have all the Scorpion albums. Yeah. Hey, man, we needed to pay for a brewery. What I needed to do is just buy that fucking box off of him. Yeah, $300, yeah. $300, you could have had it. Yeah. That's how much I, that's how much Mojo gave me. Yeah. Um, and then, then later on in life, I ended up buying one of those albums back, but it wasn't the same. It was the same album, but it wasn't the same album. It wasn't the same copy. Yeah. There's, I'm sure there's a couple there. I could just take in the eBay and got my money back. That Quadraphonic Bread album, I could have done that with. Yeah. Because it was a Channel 4, I do believe, which yeah. you have to have a special turntable for. And I'm, like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. If it was uh, SQ, I'd have gotten it. All right, well. <laughs> As Larry falls asleep. I'm yawning. So, um, yeah, it was, otherwise it was a good day. Marissa came, Marissa in parentheses came with us. So, because she needed to... Even though she was still hungover from her party. She was, she needed to get away. And we had a party for her the night, uh, last night. Uh, with all your favorite guests. With all, uh, not all of them. No, not even close to all. Some of them. But quite a few of my favorite guests. It's great seeing some people. Ken, Austin. They've been on the show. They have been on the show. Not that you people would know. Newcomers. Gordon. He's never been on the show. He should be on the show. We need to put him on. Mm-hmm. Set that up, and then, well, we just, had then just tell me. We had planned for it. And then the apocalypse hit. No, we planned for it, and then he didn't show up at the record show. Oh, well, well yeah. That's because he spent $666 just a couple of weeks ago on the album. So record store. He, he didn't go to the record He didn't go to the record store. He went to the record store. New, new rule. Why are all these albums still hot? Record store day should be once a year. No, I mean, it should be a couple of times a year, but it, you're not, don't have it during Black Friday. They have it on Black Friday, they had it twice during the summer. Yeah. That's because they want people to get out and 
you know, spend money. Well, they do, but it takes something away from it. Most, most. And of the thing is that they're they're producing now so many albums for record store days that they're doing really tiny runs of yeah. shit nobody wants. Yeah. Instead of doing like really cool stuff and have, putting enough out there that the people who are really into it can get it, you know. Yeah. It, and I, mean, I, I see. Like, I it, see the idea of releasing lesser known things and more obscure things and. Giving them a chance to be heard, but think about how many copies you could sell of like record store day, black and white striped vinyl, 180 gram pressing of uh, Johnny Cash live at Folsom Prison. Oh God, yeah, probably quite a few. Yeah, I mean you sell out of that. Yeah. Even if you pressed 50,000 copies, you could sell out of that in in the day. Hell, uh, 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Record store day, gold LeMay looking uh, vinyl. I guarantee you that would sell. Well, they already have that. Not with the gold LeMay look. It's gold. Gold, but I'm talking like you have like glitter embedded in it. I don't know if they can do that. You never know. They might be able to. Because if it was just glitter pressed into vinyl, the glitter would come back out. The needle goes over it. I mean, yeah. Just saying. You could do it as a picture disc. Yeah. Or you have like a LeMay and Rhinestone looking album. Yeah, there you go. Or just, I mean, any blue suede shoes album, and it'd be look like blue suede. So yeah, yeah, we can sell quite a few of those. Yeah. Or I mean, funny enough, I mean, I mean the, the, we're going with uh, we'll go with someone who's a little closer to modern. Purple Rain album done in purple vinyl. I think it is probably at the moment. At the moment. Well, what about that one that I that Police album, that kind of purple vinyl, where it's you don't really know it's purple unless you're looking at it in light. Do it like that. People snap that shit up like, you know, going out of style. Well, well thank you. It's been reissued. I'm just... It's still being pressed, so Yeah, I'm just using one, you know, that'll work. Fine. Any one of these reissues that are out there... Well, I think probably synchronicity. Yeah. You yeah. could put that out there, a special type of vinyl. Do it with their or, the or colors maybe, or, that are on the album cover. Or maybe, or maybe do it like they did the original one that was on purple vinyl, but... Dark, you know, yeah, you don't even know. And then you pack on the, the bonus song. Right. Murder by Numbers. Mm-hmm. So, well, who knows? And they can, you could do a good, a, a nice good Christmas album. Vince Garaldi's uh, Peanuts. It comes out every year, pretty much. It's out. Yeah, and then, and, but then, you know, you have it with the Peanuts crew on one side, and then on the back, maybe you just have, like, Snoopy doing his... You have it laser-etched with Snoopy doing his dance, you know? Uh, was it two records four days ago? They released that Jonathan Winters set, which I thought was a cool thing, but I don't think they probably sold too many of them. No, because not that many people nowadays even know Jonathan Winters. I mean, you got to be a minimum our age yeah. to really to really get it. I mean, the, the, yeah, I, I like that. I appreciate that they're usually doing more obscure stuff. I mean, maybe they do a Black Flag album, remaster a Black Flag album, and yeah, put it out on Dead Kennedys. Put it out on audiophile vinyl. Because I got to hear every single nuance of Henry Rollins screaming into a microphone. Yeah, or, or the Dead Candies. Uh, the clipping is so much clearer now. Yeah. Uh, Fresh Fruit for Rotten Vegetables. That's like their biggest album. Put that back out. Um, I, or Frankenchrist, for God's sakes. People pay money, especially people who love punk, would definitely pay money for that. I mean, I know I'd get it. And I own all their stuff. It's all on digital, but I own it all. So, I mean, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Someone came to me and was like, hey, I can get, you can get a 180-gram vinyl logoed. So it would be, you know, a white vinyl with the big 
Dead Kennedy's uh, logo on it, you know, for a fresh fruits for rotting vegetable. I'd be like, sold. I mean, and a lot of these things from like the early 90s that never had a vinyl release. I know they're going back and pressing yeah. these things on like Black Album, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Metallica's Black Album. Yeah. Well, they did ACDC's Back in Black too, and you know, all that stuff. I mean, Warner Brothers could, you know, a new copy of the Black Album, the Prince's Black Album. Yeah. That would sell quite a bit. I, yeah, probably. I don't even put out anything that, I mean, if Prince's family would release any of his stuff from the, the thing. They are late releasing it slowly. Put a whole shitload of that on, on vinyl. People will snap that shit up like a fat boy does cake. You like to release a record store day version of it. And then after Record Store Day, there's a regular version of it that comes out. They, exactly. do, that, they do that with other albums. Yeah. But release stuff that you know, people want. Well, and, the and problem in, is... In the quantities that people can get. Because you know, I, I appreciate this. Oh, there's only 10,000 copies. or only 1,500 copies. It's very limited and rare. But it's like, you know, maybe release some with a larger print run so that more people can get in on it. Yeah, they do it so they can get top money. And then not have to, and then only, the only people who are going to get it are the hipsters that, that are never going to listen to it anyway. Yeah, but when you're printing off 1,500 copies, it's more per unit to get it done than if you're doing 50,000 copies. Yeah, but the guy in China who's pumping it out doesn't give a shit. Well, the guy who's paying to have them pumped out does. Yeah, but he's going to make it back because he's charging you $150 to buy the damn thing, and you're gladly doing it so you can go, look what I have, and have it on your shelf. Facing out until the next record store day, but never listen to it. No, no, don't touch it. Why not? It's still wrapped. How much did you pay for this? $150. Do you know who they are? No. But they're good. They damn well better be. <laughs> they're good. How do you know they're good? Well, it's a $150 record. Yeah, but you're a moron. You, you don't even know what they sound like. How do you know they're good? They could suck. It could be empty. There could literally be nothing on it. That never happened. No, never. Was it Gordon? Somebody last night was telling me that they had gotten an album that had the same side on both sides. Oh, that's funny. Well, I, I have a Miami Vice soundtrack. We went to um, Ojo's basement. They had two copies of Miami Vice soundtrack there. Yeah. I grabbed one and, oh, this is good. I'd like to have this. Took it home. Played side one. Put it over. Played side two. This sounds familiar. <laughs> Because I think, I think that's the album both sides start out with different versions of the theme. Oh, okay. I could be wrong about that, but on this particular copy, both, both sides start off with the same. same. Yeah. <laughs> so, it took me a second. Like I was like, it sounds like the other side. It's Didn't a, I just hear this? Did they just like stack it full of the theme over and over again? Yeah. And I, got, I, let, I can't let it go, and then I was like hearing this, the same exact thing, and I was like, what? The hell? But I went over there, did I flip it, flip it, like all the way over and put the same side back on? And tried turning it over and like, no, oh, no. Was the sticker the same on both sides? No. So it was side one sticker and then on side, well, technically one again, it was the side two sticker. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So, well, you know, next time I went over there, just picked up the other copy they had. <laughs> one and a half copies of Miami Vice's soundtrack. Yeah, well, there you go. Yes, that's right. One and a half? Technically, I've got three side ones and a side two. You do, so that would be uh, four sides. Take take it up to the counter. Can I just buy side two? I'm only missing side two. Just, just, just give me a, miss- give me a really really hot wire knife, and I'll just cut that in half, and you can keep the side one. You know, we got to keep it really still. So next time we're over there, 
we're looking through the albums. We see some one of those really messed up ones that, yeah. that you'd be out of your mind to put on your turntable anyway. Probably the thing could stay on it. <laughs> we should get it and get us a hot wire knife, see if we can cut it in half and sell them on eBay. Single-sided albums. Single-sided album. Uh, we just had to buy a bunch of extra sleeves so we put both sleeves in the same yeah. cover and ship it out. Well, of course. Because, you know, somewhere, someone out there would buy it because, oh, this is different. This is, you know. Well, I mean, actually, if we had a printer big enough, we could like print a big label and stick on the, the new half, the new side. So it would be extra special fancy. Yeah. All right. Well, so um, that's it. Probably, probably play like crap, though. Oh, God. Yeah. It'd be too thin, anyways. Works because you looked at it. Works because you breathed on it. And, uh, I used the brush on it. Now it's gone. <laughs> Hey! I just got a sticker. <laughs> I'll put it in the fridge. Alright, so, uh, cue record music. And there you have it. Another episode of Achievement Rally, the podcast done and done. I'm actually really, really interested in seeing a female pinhead. I think it'd be really interesting. Uh, plus, I really kind of want to see how she pulls it off. I mean, in all reality, women can just be as creepy as men, and having a female pinhead walk up on you doing the same kind of stuff would be creepy as shit. And the record show uh, was a lot of fun. Found plenty of stuff. Got some great albums. And I'm happy I get them. Now I'm just looking for one more, and then I'll go back to uh, trying to collect all the uh, Dr. John stuff, which will take me forever. All right, so uh, for Chris, Mercer, and parentheses, and everybody else involved, I'm Larry saying, Mer. See ya. Hey there, listeners. Larry here. If this is your first time listening, then, hey, how's it going? You're listening with a friend or just kind of ran into us. I can help you find us some more. You can find us by searching on Spotify or Podbean by typing in Achieving Reality in the search bar, or you can go on Facebook and type in Achieving Reality and find us that way. 
Thanks a whole lot and keep enjoying the show. We love y'all. I have to poop. That's a stinger. <laughs>